Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Nice, and I am so happy that you are here. shouted out who this music is by that I play every episode and I need to do better with that. So the artist's name is Joaquim Karud. He's a gentleman I think from overseas and he makes pretty good music. Like, So if you're looking for music for your podcasts or for your vlogs or whatever it is, please feel free to check him out. He's really dope. I will be looking for black girl producers soon. Don't worry about it but just for right now, we're working with what we got. Okay? So... Um, So yeah, so be be free to check them out. I'm all about shouting out the artists who make the music. So we're back with another episode and we're here to talk about the beauty of being a beginner. Okay? Because the truth is nobody really wants to be a beginner. Being a beginner is no fun. Like we want to have all the things, we want to do all the things, we want to know all the stuff, right? And so there's nothing sexy or attractive about being a beginner. So it seems, right? Like we want it all, we want it big, we want it right now. And so in this day and time, you know, I always speak like I'm like 95, but these kids nowadays, listen, everybody wants everything now. And they say that this generation is unlike any other generation. I don't believe that. I believe that even back in the day, they wanted stuff right here and right now. I feel like we still understand the value of work. I don't think, like I'm making the case for the millennials and generation Z, like we're not lazy. Like we're not incompetent. We're not, we don't want things right now. Unlike our parents wanted things right now. You know what I'm saying? Like look at credit cards, like credit card debt is the prime example of how we want things right now. And I'm guilty of it. Right. Um, and I, I understand that a lot of stuff they've made very unaffordable where it's like, there's no choice, but to take out credit cards for stuff. But really this mentality that we have to have it now has been in our like in our blood for like thousands of years. It's just the truth. Like, and I get it because we don't want to do the hard work. We don't want to be small. We don't want to be insignificant. And we think that us achieving the stuff, us getting the stuff, us getting to the place where we think we should be is going to give us all the stuff that we feel like we've missed out on. And the truth is that's not true. It's not true. It's not true at all. Um, You know, taking time today to be a beginner is humbling. To start out somewhere and say, hey, I'm a beginner, right? It's hard. It's difficult because people are going to put their eyes on you. People are not going to pay attention. People are going to judge you even in your beginning stages. And it's not fun. It sucks, right? And so I'm a beginner in a lot of ways. And I'm sure to say like, hey, I'm doing this thing, but I'm just a beginner. You know what I'm saying? I'm a beginner. And it's not to lower my value or my self-esteem, but it's really just to be honest so that I can manage my expectations and other people's expectations can be managed as well. So you know, you don't want to burn yourself out too fast. That's the first thing. So I'm going to run through all these tips, all these reasons why I'm making the case for being a beginner, the case for starting small, okay? The gift of being small and being a beginner. So number one, starting small and being a beginner, there are less chances of burning yourself out. Why? Because you're not trying to meet the demand of thousands of people, right? You got a hundred people on your Instagram who show up every day, who comment on your stuff, cherish them, okay? 
you got 100 followers and five people show up and comment, cherish them, okay? Because they're not, they understand. First of all, if they're rocking with you when you're small, they're going to rock with you when you're bigger, hopefully, right? If they're rocking with you when you're small, they mean it. They mean it. They like you, right? Because what we don't really realize is a lot of people who who have a great following, there's this thing called groupthink. And we think that, oh, if this person has, you know, 100K followers, they must be legit. I have to follow them. It's weird, but it's sad, but it's true. A lot of people follow people just because they have a lot of followers, right? So if you have followers when you're small, when you're just starting out, that's wonderful because that means that they really vibe with what you're doing. They really rock with what you're doing. It's it's this weird mind thing that happens. I have no idea why it happens, but it does, okay? So that's the first benefit. The second one, there's more intimacy. So like I said, if you're small, if you're a small creator, if you're a beginner, right, you're able to engage with your audience more intimately. There are beautiful things about me being a small creative, right? I can respond to everybody's email. I can respond to their messages. I can respond to their DMs. I can respond to their comments or their, you know, reviews of stuff. When they leave comments under my stuff on Facebook and Instagram, I can respond to all those people without feeling burnt out, right? For the most part. And there are things because, you know, I have a lot of anxiety and there are things I'm working through that are affected. But for the, for the, you know, the general happening, I'm not overwhelmed because my audience is smaller. So it's beautiful. I don't know what it would be like if I had 100K followers. I don't know. Like, it sounds good. It sounds sexy. But in real life, I know I'd be overwhelmed. I would have to hire somebody to take care of my comments. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what I would do. You know what I mean? And maybe one day I would get there and hopefully I can, God will give me what I can manage. That's my prayer. My prayer is not to have more than I can handle, but that God can give me what I can manage so that I can manage it well. And so I can steward the gift that he gave me well. So that's the second benefit of being small and a beginner. The third, you have the ability to change your mind. So if you listen to a few episodes ago, I talked about how I had four podcasts, okay? Your girl was busy, okay? She had a podcast about photography, writing, music, and just like general creative stuff, you know? And for a while, people were following me there and they were listening and they were leaving reviews and stuff. And I felt like the work that I was doing was good, but I was too stretched out. I was too stretched thin. And I couldn't really show up in a way that I wanted to because I was too busy trying to juggle all these things. And so I decided to put all of this down into Black Girl Creative And that was a change of mind. Now, gratefully, I'm so thankful. A lot of people followed me from those podcasts here. I'm grateful for that. What would have happened, though, if I had, you know, a thousand listeners here and 5,000 there, if I had that, then I would lose a lot of followers because a lot of people would be like, well, I came here for photography. I didn't really come here for you. I came here for music. I didn't come here for, you know, interviews with other people, whatever their reason is, right? But because I'm small and nobody really cares, the benefit of no one caring is that I can change my mind and it would hurt nobody's feelings. Like I can I can decide never to do this podcast ever again. And because I don't have a lot of followers, not a lot of people are going to be hurt. You know, you might be hurt. Right. But like I'm not going to have thousands of people, you know, berating me and telling me how horrible of a person I am because I decided to change my mind because God moved me on to something else. Right. So the beauty in being a beginner is that you can change your mind. You can start something and say, hmm. I'm not really feeling this. And you can pick up something else or you can turn something from one thing into something else without rocking the boat so much, without having to hear other people's opinions. And, you know, when you make mistakes, no one's going to notice. Like when I like I just said noticed, <laughs> like I just made a mistake, right? I misspoke. And so you guys aren't going to like drag me through the mud. You know what I'm saying? Like you all are very kind and supportive, 
But like if I had a whole bunch of followers, I would have trolls too. I would have trolls come up and be like, aha, you said New Year's instead of New Year. You know what I mean? Like just silly stuff like that. And so that's just noise and it's distracting. And so when I make mistakes, I'm not necessarily worried about how it's going to, you know, come across because I have a smaller audience and I'm a beginner and it's cool and it's fun. And so you guys are down with me talking into my phone. You're down with me, you know, I don't know, if you hear an airplane fly outside of my window, it's not a big deal. No one's going to be like, oh, this is supposed to be high quality production. You know, like, no, I'm doing this from my office in my apartment. You know, I have other people living around me. So other noises are going to happen. And so I don't have to worry about that stuff because I am smaller. Another benefit is that you can learn from your peers and your audience. So when you're smaller, you're more like in touch. You, you can see the people that you're creating stuff for. You can see the people that you're serving. And so you can see what they need. You can actually touch them and ask them, hey, what would you like this to be? How can I serve you in this way? Do you like this pasta? Do you not like this pasta? I don't know. Do you like this style of, I don't know, music? Like, do you not like that? What do you think about my lyrics? Like, you can, you can really gauge your audience to figure out where you want to go as an artist. And so while I'm not a big fan of, you know, taking in too many opinions from other people about your art, I think it's important, especially if you're serving your audience, to survey them and ask them what they need, how you can serve them. And so in the same way, I can ask you all, what do you all need from me this week? Like, what are you struggling with as an artist? And taking your opinions and your experiences and your questions and your, you know, your expertises and bringing them here and sharing them with the public. Like, I can still do that because I'm smaller. Bigger audiences, people get lost. Like the audience gets lost. Like some people get out of touch once they reach a certain number because it's like, oh, you know, they're not down home anymore. They're kind of, they don't really understand what it's like to be a struggling artist, blah, 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 right? Like you have more, what is the word? Appeal because you're authentic, because you're, you know, gritty and you're starting and you're just beginning. And so people feel like you're not so out of reach and out of touch that they can't talk to you. Another benefit The pressure is not on you to be great or level up to other people's expectations. You're free. You're free to do whatever you want. You're free to form your own opinions. You're free to build from zero. Like when you start from zero and you really know yourself and you know what you're about and what you're not, like you don't have to wait until you have everybody's attention and then decide to cut off other people, right? In the beginning, you're free enough to be like, you know what? I want to make an album about spaghetti, I don't know why I'm thinking about pasta so much, but I want to make an album about spaghetti and I'm going to have fun. And because I'm not worried about so many other people's opinions, I can just do whatever I want to do and make it free. Or I can make a podcast about spaghetti. I can make, you know, art about spaghetti and all the different kinds of spaghetti. Like, it's amazing to me, like, how people grow as artists doing their own thing, like being themselves, adding themselves to their art. Like, that's the secret ingredient to making them a great artist is adding themselves being someone who other people can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're being yourself, you will find your people. They will be attracted to you. They will. Like, there are people who listen to this podcast and they're like, you get me, you hear me. And all I'm doing is being myself. All I'm doing is saying my own experiences. I'm not an expert. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really just trying to struggle and figure it out myself. And I'm just sharing the process with other people. And, you know, thank God, other people resonate with it and want to support the podcast and want to share with other people. And they're able to take what I'm sharing and apply it to their own lives. There's this quote from Ruslan, he's a rapper, and I have it on my computer and it reads, don't despise humble beginnings. So that's a, that's a scripture. I can't think of the reference right now, but I'll get back to you soon about that. And so it says, don't be mad at taking the stairs. 
you'll be more conditioned while others are taking the escalators. So there's truth to that, right? If you're starting from the bottom, if you're starting from ground, ground zero with no shortcuts, really just kind of getting the thing done, you know, with just like manpower, you'll be more conditioned versus the people who just kind of take the escalator and they're just like, oh, they're literally just being stagnant. They're not really doing anything. They're being carried. They're being carried. And so while I have some, I have some thoughts about that because I do believe that God can carry us. I do believe that sometimes the work that he has us to do has to be work that we do, right? He like, he can give us the, the vision and the goal, but for us, it's kind of like we have to do our part in carrying it out. And sometimes it's just showing up, you know what I'm saying? So showing up sometimes is the hardest part. And I know that you want to be big. I know that you want to be, you know, an expert and all this other stuff, but there really is beauty in beginning. There's beauty in being small. There's beauty in being boutique. There's beauty in like being in a specific niche. Like you don't have to dumb yourself down to get attention from other people. Your people will find you. They will come. You know what I'm saying? Do the diligent work of what you have right now. If you want to write a book, like maybe that's your end goal, journal every day. Show God that you're diligent. Show yourself that you're diligent, right? Show other people that you're diligent. Maybe just write a blurb every day and share it on Instagram or on your blog or whatever, you know? Get people in the habit of believing what you're doing. Get yourself in the habit of believing what you're doing and get in the habit of showing God like, hey, you gave me this gift. Look at me using it. I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? And so people, a lot of people say that um, if God sees you handling the small stuff, he'll give you the bigger stuff. And sometimes... I think we're just like doing good with the small stuff we have because we want the bigger stuff. And so the question I have is like, what small stuff are you neglecting that even if it never got big, like even if it never got big, are you willing to do the small stuff to honor him, to honor yourself, your ancestors, your community, all that good stuff, even if you knew it would never get big? My goal here at this podcast is not necessarily to get big. My goal here is to make an impact. My goal here is to you know, help people change their life, to help people create more art, to get unstuck. Like I'm clear on my mission. My mission isn't, oh, get a million followers. If that happens, wonderful. You know what I'm saying? But like my mission here is to show up every day authentically or whenever I put out a podcast to show up and give it 110%, even when I fall on my face, even when I make mistakes. So again, in what ways are you not showing up for your small stuff? You want this big stuff, but are you showing up for the small stuff that God gave you, that he gifted you with? And what could you be doing with that small stuff and making it big? It's crazy because what we consider small is huge to somebody else. It's huge. You, like, again, you cooking meals for your for your child, like, you're like, oh, this is just small. This is the small way I serve. To them, it's everything. To them, like, when you come home from work and you walk through that door and they just, like, light up and they see you. Like, I don't have kids, but I've seen videos of it and it makes me cry. <laughs> but they're so infatuated with you. They're so in love with you. They love you so much that you walking through the door is huge for them. It's huge. And we lose sight of the small stuff using air quotes because it's really not small. All the stuff is important. Even the things that we consider that are small, they're important. And so I just want to make sure that you're showing up and doing what you're supposed to do as a beginner, as someone who's just starting and not forsaking and not despising these humble beginnings, these humble beginnings. And I feel like we should take everything that we do, every small thing, every tender moment spent with our friends and our family, every time we show up for our craft, every time we share our art, we should give it 110% because it is huge. Because some people don't even have that. Some people don't have that. 
have that thing that we have that we can give to the world. And the world is waiting for you to show up and give your thing 110%. And we're too busy sitting here like, oh, it's just small, it doesn't matter. No, no, look beyond yourself. Look beyond your opinions or what the world thinks about your gift. It's more than that. It's about the people you're supposed to serve and the people you're supposed to impact with your life and your art. A simple smile in the, in the grocery store to somebody else could be huge. That is huge to them. You know what I'm saying? A simple pardon me or excuse me when you bump into somebody else, that's huge to them. You know, you forgiving somebody, that's huge to them. You think, oh, it's not a big deal, girl, it's okay. No, that might've been weighing on their heart for like years. Like, and you think it's not a big deal, but to them, it's everything. And so I really think that we need to start to shift our lens and to really, you know, determine that everything we do, everything that we can put our hands on, every person we speak to, every interaction that we have, every opportunity we have to create art or to do whatever we're doing, that we're considering it huge because it is huge. And we should not despise our small and humble beginnings. So again, you're a beginner, you're a, you're a small creator, you're, you're a small whatever, you're huge. You're huge, you're a big deal, you're important. And so every single thing that you do, every single thing that you commit to, every person that you interact with is important. And so you should carry yourself that way, carry your art that way, because you and your story and your art, they all matter. So until next episode, you guys, keep creating, keep showing up, and really ask yourself and consider and really chew on this. What small things are you despising or forsaking because you don't think it's big enough? And what would you do even if it didn't get big? Even if no one knew how kind you were to, the, to your kids, right? No one could see it. No one could share it. We should still be showing up 110%, okay? So until next episode, you guys, keep creating, keep doing, keep making, and I'll talk to y'all next episode, all right?